I mean, I don't know how far you guys want to get into this, but... Oh, we want it all. They've heard the vasectomy <laughs> podcast. We shared a lot, so Mark, you better be ready to give us the deets. For those of you who don't know, I was bitten by a dog. I have a scar on my testicle. So she goes, did you have some sort of surgery or something? And I was like, no, I I, uh, I got bit. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, oh my, there it is again, right? She goes, oh my, what a place to get bit. I was like, yeah, I don't think this is the time or place to get into the comp like into that story. Um, if you got some time to relax your mind, come out with this. The Real Dad Podcast. Probably come up with a new intro too at some point. <laughs> nah, it's good. Have, have, happy new year from your favorite dads. I'm Dave. Oh, whoa, whoa. Wow, Mark's on his I'm phone. Mark. Doesn't Mark. even have his headphones on. I'm Mark, I'm Mark, I'm Mark. I'm here. I'm late. I'm Joey. <laughs> and I'm Brian. To be fair, I guess without the headphones, you couldn't have heard the intro and everything. I, I was yeah. like, I, told, I had no idea. There's no countdown. There was no, <laughs> nobody told me anything. Sorry. Is, that's the second time it's happened to me today. Clocking in, bud. Okay. So, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I've been replying to a lot of emails that I wasn't looking at over our little holiday break there. And, I, like, how how long do you have to say Happy New Year for? Ooh. Like, do you... Three days. Yeah, I think we're Do you have that. to, like, if it's somebody you have not talking to, spoken with in the mm. new year, do you have to start off with, hey, happy new year, hope you had a great holiday. It's just an icebreaker. When does that fade right. off, though? When does that fade off? Like, when do I have to stop doing that? You, It's over. You yeah. don't have to do it anymore. I don't have to? Okay. I did it on every one of the emails that I wrote today. It wow. It was a, hey, happy new year. Was it a copy and pasted, like, intro? No, it was personal to each, uh, each individual. That See, mine were so all apologies. First contact. First <laughs> mine were all, I've stopped I'm apologizing. I'm so sorry for not getting back to you, or the delay in replying, yeah. because, like, there's one from, like, November and early December. I was like, that's fair. Oh, I guess some of them could require it. But that's a business thing that I saw recently on our good friend TikTok, was, like, that power position and power play in business yeah. and it's like stop apologizing yeah. you're busy oh. that's why you haven't gotten back to them yeah. so it's like there's still I think there needs to be room for like <laughs> being considerate right yeah. so but to not because I found myself I got into that a bit when I got behind emails every single one of them was like so sorry for the delay so sorry for yeah. the delay right. when I was just like sorry I've been crazy busy yeah. where it's just like at least labeling it as Okay, there's a reason I haven't been getting back to you. I haven't just been neglecting this. Right, 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 right. right. No, for me, I was just neglecting some of them. <laughs> I mean, we were busy, but... They don't need no. to know they that. They don't need to... Yeah, yeah. 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 That. right? It's all good. Yeah, that can fall by the wayside now, I think. Okay, Happy okay. New Year. Yeah. We, can let it, we can let it slide. Even though I started this with Happy New Year, though, so... So oh, is that, was that my last Happy New Year? It or is. Or do I... Do I Happy New Year, anyone else? Well, it's going to come out, like, mid-January, so... Yeah, this <laughs> is going to be super awkward. <laughs> it's going to be real awkward. These, this will be people's last Happy New Year. If you say Happy New Year in February, then yeah. you've got issues. Yeah. After you hear this podcast, that's your deadline. <laughs> or that's your sign that your kids are too young, so you don't even know what day it is yeah. anymore. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, oh my this, like, the that's fact that today's Friday, right? It is Friday, I think? I think so. Yeah. It is a just a massive days through Christmas. Oh, yeah. like, so I love seeing the picture of like the calendar where it's going through the days and it's like 24th, December 24th, December 25th, and then squiggly lines yeah. until like January <laughs> 6th or it's something. so true. It's crazy because this year, I was talking about this earlier, that like there's no need for this extra week off. I've never in my life, so for context, our kids have been off uh, Christmas break 
and now their next day back is going to be January 9th. Like, literally 30% of the month has gone away. (laughs) (laughs) And they're just back. And, like, you don't need that much? No. Like, go back. The rest of us need our lives. It's insane. It's insane. This week has just been, it's crazy. Like, I don't know. It's like January 3rd, and it just seemed so long. It was like, what do you mean? You You don't have school? What, why? What, what are we going to do? <laughs> I think we played it right, taking off like the Wednesday to Wednesday kind of feeling. Like it, it gave you two shortened weeks as well. Right. But mm-hmm. it, it, this has been a super weird week. And especially getting back to work on a Thursday and a Friday. Today didn't feel like a Friday. Like I felt like I had to go to work again tomorrow. Correct. Right. But then it, tomorrow is a Saturday, so I, I should be off. But I don't feel like I should be off because I literally just got geared up to start working. Yeah, and I'm like, I just revved the engine here. Like, yeah. Things are flowing. But I've enjoyed it. I had like. You're crazy. This person. has been. Uh, well, we really needed it. Um, right. It was a busy, stressful end to the year. Mm-hmm. And t- we took good two full weeks off. And I really enjoyed it. We would alternate activity days with the kids. So we would have like one like big activity day. We'd go out, we'd do a bunch of stuff, all the things. And then the next day would just be pajamas, like pajamas, screens, play video games, do what you want. We're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything. So it was like a nice balance. You had those recovery days and it was enjoyable. I, I, I had a vasectomy thrown at it, so I couldn't even enjoy it. Right. It's a whole new level. Legit. I was like, I was before driving. Before Christmas or after Christmas? It was when was right it? before. So I'm driving, like just, just enjoying my Thursday afternoon and my phone rings and I always answer the unknown name. Okay. I'm, I'm you psychopath. Guy. I know. I know. What is wrong I know. with you? It's liberating. I just never answer my phone in it's, general. <laughs> it's great. So it almost becomes a hobby now when like a, a number, an unknown like number comes oh. up I'm like, I'm fucking getting you. And oh. I, I answered it and they're like, hi, this is the Toronto Vasectomy Clinic. We'd like to book you an appointment. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. This sounds great. They're like, can you come in tomorrow? I was like, well, no, I am not prepared. <laughs> mentally and or physically for this. So they're like, what about uh, December 22nd? And I was like, that sounds very close to Christmas. Anything else? So like, it won't be until like mid-March. I was like, okay, book it. That's going to be my wife's Christmas present then, I guess. (laughs) Covered by OIP. So... I mean, I don't know how far you guys want to get into this, but like... It, oh, we want it all. They've yeah. heard the vasectomy <laughs> We're podcast. Joey and I have had the liberty of sharing our stories, yep. and we sh- we shared a lot. Okay. We, we shared a lot, so Mark, you better be ready to give us the deets. So I get, like, I'm on, like, three, four days notice here of this vasectomy. So I'm just, like, it's it doesn't feel real. It hasn't sunk in. I haven't been looking at the calendar and, like, seeing this appointment, right? So I call my wife, and I'm like, hey... Um, so this just happened and she like hung up on me. She was so excited. Oh, excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. So here's the thing is usually, uh, I, we don't, we're not, we're not good like secret keepers. So we celebrate Christmas intimately on the 23rd. So we do a gift exchange on the 23rd so that it's just us and we can enjoy like some time together. Yeah. And then the 24th, we usually wrap presents. And then the 25th, it's just chaos. Like yeah. it's just the river family and gets lost and stuff. So the 22nd, obviously, is the day before. And we had planned like a shopping trip, just the two of us on the 23rd. 
So this has been planned for months, and we're like, hey, we're going to go, like, to either Niagara Falls or downtown, and we're going to, like, have a nice dinner and a thing. And so I'm like, I can still go shopping, right, after the whole thing. <laughs> she goes, no, Mark, you need to, like, you need to just, like, chill. We'll figure it out. We'll do the whole um, thing. So neither one of us got Christmas presents this year, so that's great. <laughs> um, anyways, so the the 22nd comes, and m- my wife drives me down, and it, this is, like, it's it's a weird weird experience so i'm inside this office and i'm i'm looking around and you wait you're you went to the same place same that joey spot. went right yeah. yeah mr elastic yeah oh yeah there was an elastic <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but i got mrs elastic oh yeah. my goodness gracious what a wrench yep. <laughs> i didn't know there was I, did wait. i have an option i just didn't get it's it. his wife oh really they're in That's business what? together what a pair it's a husband wife <laughs> vasectomy clinic it's it's oh a family God. it's a family unfamiling <laughs> No, you, did you she cannot. do his or did he do his own? It's did so they listen. meet at like a convention? I need to know more about their lives. So listen to this. <laughs> what are your interests and hobbies? Vasectomies. <laughs> Me too. Sorry. <laughs> this dude rolls up and he's very stylish, but he's wearing a mask. He's yep. got kind of like gray hair, but it's like top knotted. Okay. Ooh. That's my guy. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Dr. Batucci. Batucci. Yeah. Ooh. He looks very Batucci. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like he looks Italian and he's got like a whole thing. So then <laughs> we're, we're waiting in the waiting room and I, I'm with my wife. And then you see the other people there with their spouses and stuff. And everybody has this like weird, well, the guys are just kind of like to themselves and the wives are all like <laughs> smiling and looking at each <laughs> other. Like, hey, hey, hey. Um, so the nurse, the nurse at the front desk, like we do our little gift exchange there. And then, um, this other female walks in and scrubs and I'm like, I wonder who that is. And my wife just starts laughing. She's like, I guarantee you that's the doctor that you're going to get. And I was like, no, no, this really. And she's like, I bet you any money. Sure enough. Mark Grayson. I'm like motherfucker eh <laughs> okay so it's like that yeah so and there's no, no notice like, no notice for and anything there's no wiggle room no nothing it's just like and she's the nicest like lady ever like yeah. she's just so like chipper and positive and and he seems great too so anyways we walk into this room and she's like okay so just stand up there drop everything down drop all your stuff down and uh, actually come on over here so i'm like confused because i had <laughs> been given several different directions can you do this, that to mark grayson i'm in this room here so many thoughts are running through my head so i'm in this this room it's like 10 by 10 okay uh, there's a giant window first of all i can see the streets <laughs> And it's just me and this woman. My wife is in the fucking waiting room, like, right behind me. And this lady's like, so read over all this stuff. I'll give you a second. Um, Basically, we're going to freeze your nuts, and then we're going to cut them off. And then you got to – you can't do everything. And I'm not really paying attention to anything. So anyways, another thing. And stand up, drop your drawers, and you're just standing there. Like, I don't even know what to do with my hands. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like, you're just do you standing cup, there. Do you cradle? Do you you got, no, you can't, because she's right face in. Like, there's no, it's like, she's in there. And she's like, looking around, she's like, okay, can you sit down? Can you hold them up? Can you just squeeze your legs together? Prop them basically up on a thing. Then she grabs this little, 
You know when you go to the 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 barber shop or like the hair and they put that white thing oh, around yeah. your neck? Yeah, she had one of those with a hole in the middle of it and like some sort of like drop sheet plastic. Like mm. legit so she just kind of like and it has the elastic inside of it. I didn't get that. Listen to this. So she like cups everything and she's like, "Okay, I'm going to do the uh, pre-examination inspection." And she basically just like Licked her finger and pop and flicked my testicles, both of them. <laughs> and I'm like, Why did you <laughs> and all I can think, <laughs> all I can think Wait, about, all I can think about, I was like, Brent was like, Brent, when we were, like, I'm like, I didn't even have time to listen to the podcast to like, like figure out what you guys had or not. So I'm just like, Brent said I was gonna feel a weird like pop. Yeah. Is, is that the pop? <laughs> is that the pop? Is that the flick? And then she's like. Okay, you passed, so we can continue on. Wait, Are what? You, did you want to continue on? And I was like, <laughs> what would have to were? happen for you to fail that test? <laughs> I don't know, but this is the thing. I'm sitting here. This is the flick for like being a man. This is the woman's <laughs> thing of like, fuck, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. This is for your wife. This yeah. is for. <laughs> and so I'm laying there. And she's like, yeah, so we're just going to go ahead. We're gonna, I'm going to make a couple of incisions, and then we're going to... So wait, wait, back up to it. this little towelette thingy. Was, yeah, okay. How does this, like, what, did it, like you're poking through? Like, just Everything. your nutsack is through hole. it? It's a glory hole. Everything. So yeah. your kit and caboodle are balls, sticking balls out. Balls deep are coming <laughs> yeah. through. Yeah. And it's just covering, like, your, yep. your legs and your belly yep. a little. Your noodles and biscuits are okay. just out there. Yeah. <laughs> And then get the different names. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Before I left, because I'm I'm like anxiety about this fucking elastic band. Yeah. I did not want this to happen. Understood. Okay. I brought my wife's hair clip. She's got like a big old hair clip for that thing, and it's in my pocket. Wait, wait, like. like what kind of, like a hair tie? Or no, no, like no, the like thing that has, like, like that the looks like teeth. The that, teeth. Like, like the teeth. Why did you bring that? My theory was. You put your dick in the Yeah. <laughs> She, and so I go, I see the elastic and I go, can I use this? And she goes, she goes, she goes, oh my no. Oh my no. That has got to be a first for me. Yeah. Nobody has ever done that before. Oh, there's more. Listen to this. Listen to this. She goes, can I She goes, yeah, like she had concern. She's like, oh my no. I was like, okay. So she like, you'll be fine. Gingerly puts it back in his pocket. You'll be fine. I think I left it there. Because Robin asked for it after. She's like, did you get my hair clip? I was like, I don't know where it is. I blacked out. (laughs) It's what it is. Okay. So so I'm on the table. And she has this like drop sheet. But I'm too afraid to like look down because I don't want this to feel real. Like right now it still feels... Weird and like I'm being violated, yeah. but at the same point in time, it's like I'm like there is a a female who is like now she's being much dren- uh, like gentler than the the old lick and flick that yeah, she did yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. So now it's like fondling, <laughs> and I'm like, don't what move, don't the move, fuck don't move, is happening? don't move, and I'm don't just move, don't move, basically staring up at the ceiling, <laughs> not thinking about anything other than the fact that I am full on like cheating on my wife at this moment. <laughs> What's it? Adultery. So anyways. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we get into the thing. She's like, okay, I'm going to do a thing. You're going to feel like pinch. So I feel the pinches. And then she goes, it's going to get really, really hot and then really, really cold. Or not. It might not be in that order, <laughs> but it goes like it's going to get really cold. and then re- So again, it's already cold in this room. So right. I have to apologize for that. And then, yep, there's the coldness. 
okay, is it getting hot? I was like, super hot. Like, we are super hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> On fire over here. Then she comes in. for a while, actually. And um, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I, have, I, I, was, I, I was bitten by a dog, right? So I have a scar on my testicle. So she goes, did you have some sort of surgery or something? And I was like, no, I, I, uh, I got bit. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, oh my, and there it is again, right? She goes, oh my, what a place to get bit. I like, yeah, I don't think this is the time or place to get into the comp- like into that story. Um, but. But did it's you there. say by a dog or did you? I said by a dog. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta clarify. It. It. Walks out to Robin, gives her a wink. Yeah. Like, All right. yeah. I see you. So then oh, this poor, this lady's just like, okay, so this guy is all over, the all over the place. And I'm like, I'm, I'm tense. I'm laying down. I'm tense. And I'm just like, the elastic, they, she wrapped the elastic around. There was no, she was gentle about it. Yep. I think that's what I'm like grateful for because <laughs> this was like my biggest piece of anxiety was yeah. just having my penis tied around in this thing and and hearing your all I heard when you said you're like he just ripped it right off <laughs> I'm like fuck I don't want that to happen yeah um so anyway she's like she ties it down and 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 it, it, that's fine so then she goes in and then she starts small talk and it's <laughs> super fucking weird yep to have someone Cause they freeze it, but you can feel everything. Oh yeah, they're pulling on stuff. And they're just, and she's just like, "So are you ready for Christmas? No." And <laughs> so, you, like, how long have you been married for? We're not married. Like, just, just one word answering these like things. Anyways, so then she goes into, I don't even know how it got brought up, but she talk, starts talking about books. And she's like, oh, yeah, books and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, my husband and I, we don't have kids or whatever. And then I hear a knock on the door. She goes, oh, that's him. And he goes, you okay in there? She's like, yeah, great. Thank you. You? I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Later I learned, like, that's a pretty good, like, they knock on the door to make sure that she's safe. And because obviously oh, you're in, like, a, yeah. you're in an environment, right? Yeah. 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 Thing. So, um, or he's super jealous and <laughs> just doesn't want her to be yeah, touching dicks all day. Hey, 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 yeah. hey, that guy got yeah. a smaller dick than you. Yeah. What? Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Too much fondling. Let's get to the snip snip here and the tears. Anyway, so she starts talking about books, and f- for the life of me, I don't know why this came up. And then she's like, "Oh yeah," and, this, this, and I was like, "I wrote a book, actually. I'm here." <laughs> this woman, it with, yeah, just I, and she goes, stops the procedure. Oh, what? What's it about? <laughs> and I'm just kind of like I'm leaning down at this point. My chin touches my chest, and I'm just like. Actually, it's about my daughter. She goes, no way, and points the fucking thing, their tool, like this, in my face. And I sold this lady two copies of my book yeah. during, during the vasectomy. So then, after, anyways, like made, made the whole procedure much more enjoyable after you start, because like, then she could see that I was comfortable, yeah. whatever, right? But she did, while she was there on the side with that has a scar, she makes this comment about like, oh, no, that's weird. And I was like, in my head, I'm in my spiel of like my salesman pitch right now, and yeah. I I heard the words right, but I couldn't stop myself from over talking like I typically do and have been for the last <laughs> eight minutes. <laughs> but it didn't register until she now stops talking, and she's doing what she needs to do, and all of a sudden I'm going, why did she just say, oh no, what, <laughs> oh no, what, what is going on? But I don't have the, the words aren't being like, what, why did you just say that? Or is everything okay down there? Like, I don't, I don't have it in me. So I just shut my mouth. She's like, do you feel pain? I was like, I do feel pain. Yeah, I feel pain on that side. She goes, that's so weird. 
And I don't have the words to be like, what is happening? Like, and and I'm just numb at this point. Like, I have nothing. And I'm just, and like fear kicks in. She goes, what about now? I'm like, nope, no more pain. She goes, okay. You're ready. You're good. Just hop off the table. And I'm like, I don't think I am. Like, I don't think I am. So she, she's like, she's staring at me because I'm taking my sweet ass time. And she, she's like, are you okay? And I was like, uh, I think so. She goes, do you have any questions? I said, Yes. Could you please tell my wife that I'm not supposed to shovel the driveway? <laughs> and good she line, goes, good line. She goes, pardon? I was like, well, we're expected to get a very bad snowstorm tomorrow, and I'm not allowed to lift things. I just think it would be better coming from you. I, <laughs> I tried to make a joke to this woman, yeah. and she does not understand sarcasm. No. My delivery's all off because I'm like not in my own headspace. This poor woman must think that I am in a crazy abusive relationship right. because you go ball the... biting cage cock. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a scar on my fucking testicles. You've given her all the pieces to a puzzle, right? Yeah. <laughs> so she after she sends me into like the the recovery room. She brings Robin in, and Robin and I are talking. Robin's just like all like full of piss and vinegar. This is the best day for her, and I'm just like, yeah, fuck, it's fine, it's fine. I don't know, they're just, they're there and they're not working. <laughs> Um, so then the doctor comes in and she goes, um, just to let you know, like he's not allowed to shove and like so passionately told, like put Robin in her place, basically being like, this guy is not allowed to lift anything for two weeks. I am telling you right now. And poor Robin is sitting there being like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's yeah. totally fine. I got this up. So we have a snowblower. He's fine. He's going to be totally bitch doesn't good. do anything anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Calling you out. We have a big ass snowblower. Yeah. And then she like, she, she looks at me and she's like, so, okay, so what's a copy of your book? That's so great. Blah, blah, blah. She like writes it down. Blah, blah. She's like, I'm going to buy some copies for my daughters and for whatever like Merry Christmas and everything so we go into the oh, like into man. the other waiting room you gotta wait for like a little bit or whatever and then you start walking and it's just the weirdest thing cause you can just feel them yep. like the whole they're so sensitive and we drive home do a thing and f for the life of me I love my wife to death She's not a city driver. She didn't. She's like afraid of the city. I hate the city driving. Don't. Well, that's and a whole other podcast. A, this is in the city. Yeah. Oh, that's not worth going to. It's not worth going to on that for that alone. This I would is not drive into that Queen area. Queen West. I would have Googled it and been like, no, I'm not going in that area. That's beyond me. I need a driver. I need <laughs> these words. <laughs> yeah. Were exactly what I was saying because this yeah. is the thing. Robin's afraid of traffic, and there's nothing but traffic. Yeah. Nobody likes traffic. So she's like, I'm gonna take the side roads and. Those roads have not been paved since Ooh, 1842, and I can attest ride. to that. <laughs> so this is the thing. We're driving through, and she's like, oh, no, and turns down this road. And then that's the wrong turn. And I was like, can we just, for the life of me, get on a main fucking road and just <laughs> sit and stop and go? Yeah. Because I can't deal with the fucking speed bumps and the, and the craters in the road right now. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Anyways, we get home. It's fine. <laughs> I'm like, she's been, she was super great. Like the whole entire thing. It's just like the fear of getting bagged and like yeah, hit and all yeah. that stuff. So I just put the cup on there and let it rock for like a, a week straight. Right. Um, and it was, it was okay. Now fast forward to the days, like you have to wait so many days until you are allowed to perform. Yes, okay? Yeah. Okay. Well now you, once you perform, they don't tell you that a little bit of, of things can leak through the the cauterization, whatever it is that they do. Oh. Right. So 
do my performance, right? It lasts like 30 seconds as usual. <laughs> and then the following day, it's like I, I notice this like lump. But now I'm like, I'm too afraid to say anything. So this lady, it, like all of a sudden is just saying like, you know, oopsies or whatever she said. And then now I have this lump. And I'm like, this is one of those moments where I would just keep it to myself. Right. Typically. But I don't know what it is. Maybe it's circumstance or, or what. But I was like, no, this could be like, this could be something. You want to make sure. Yeah. So I was seriously scared. And then I tell Robin and I'm like, can you feel it? She's like, yeah, that's super weird. So I looked into it and just like a little bit of semen must have like leaked out of the hole and it gets into the, into the, 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 the area. Uh-huh. And it's a real thing after, after the, the, the thing. So all you have to do is take Advil for like two days and it goes away. Thank God. Right. But it, it is a weird it's a weird thing to experience after like, obviously all the, the yeah. other things, but I was like genuinely afraid. So we are now like three weeks post-op. I can't even call it post-op post, um, procedure, procedure. Mm-hmm. and gentle procedure. Um, <laughs> it's weird. I don't know if your, your senses just get heightened because like you have been so aware of, of your testicles for like bef- going into this. Yep. I was like free balling yep. and take, oh, yeah. like you don't really even notice right. that they're there, but I noticed I notice a lot where it's like, oh, they're like, they're sticking or they're yeah. like, you know. They're... It goes away. It's like, like. It takes time. It takes time, but then everything goes back to normal. Okay. Everything, everything's normal. It's all going to be divine. It's all good. It was longer. That's the part that I felt like you get no warning on, though. Yeah. You get warning on the pain. You get warning on, like, taking it easy. But you don't get a warning on, like, you're not going to feel normal for, I was like, I think almost four to six weeks. Right. Before Crazy. I was like. Okay, like I can go play sports, I can go do whatever, and I'm not thinking about it. Because exactly what you said, you've been so aware of it for so long. Yeah. you like, oh, I'm going to get to a point where I'm not just thinking about what my nuts are doing. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, every year we play hockey with like my brothers and like their kids and like 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 their families and stuff like that, right? And then my brother messaged me, he's like, hey, are you available for whatever? And I was like, well, no. He's like, what do you mean no? It's like, it's, fa- it's, it's, it's family hockey with the kids. And I was like, I just had, like, I just had a, a vasectomy. He's like, that you wear a jock, idiot. I was like, clearly, you have no idea what just happened. Yeah, I cannot do that right now. But that's still t- that's two weeks after, right? So right. And then I was like, Robin, am I allowed to think? She's like, Well, let's look at the notes. So she like, that's not how she sounds either. So, <laughs> so she reads off the like like things, and she's like, It says that you're allowed to do exercise, but like no running or jumping for like four to six weeks after. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I really want to play basketball. So there was a lecture on like, I'm not allowed to play basketball until after the four weeks thing. But it's weird. It's a weird thing because yep. even like sitting down. I think it's one of those like you can potentially do some of those things. It's just a risk to it, right? Where it's like if you want your recovery to go a little bit faster, then you need to take care of yourself and not do those things. Yeah. Where if you go do those things, yes, you might be fine. But you also might be risking rupturing something or something happening right. and or setting yourself back and the healing process taking a little bit longer, right? Interesting. So I think it's just like you need to know your body, especially when you're in it. But I think one of our friends, Brad, told me, he was like, Dave, like when I tell you this, I mean it. Try not to do anything for at least two days. Like don't yeah. go anywhere. Don't go for walks. Don't go to the store. Just try to just stay home. 
and do nothing for a couple days. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. I can do that. And it is hard when you're used to doing all these things. And it's like, you think it's going to be this vacation, but then you're told not to do anything, but you're used to like contributing in the home and doing all these things. Yeah. And you feel like you want to go contribute and want to go do all these things and you can't. Um, but it's, it's definitely worth it in the long run. Um, you will be grateful for having gone through off. this experience. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, I, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. It was just like legit. The 22nd was a Thursday. Yep. Friday. We had that crazy snowstorm. Yeah. It's a lot. They canceled school. They canceled daycare. They did all the things. So I was like, okay, it's going to be great. Thursday, I'm going to go in in the morning. I'm going to have the time off. Friday, the kids are going to be at daycare and school. They're going to shut that down. Then we're going to Gigi and Papa's yeah. for two days. So we're going to have the help. Nope. Hard no. It was... Storm and shut down. Storm's <laughs> coming. So we're going to need to... I, I won't get into like the whole travel things, but we were going to do Christmas at Gigi and Papa's house. So I had to run over there to do a little just-in-case pickup and then come back. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, the storm wasn't that bad. We can go back. I'm like, mother <laughs> So then we had to bring everything back, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, yeah, anyways, it was just a, it was, it was a lot of travel, but my wife was a huge supporter of like, don't pick up the kids, don't do the thing, rest, 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 yeah, rest, rest. That's so good. there was a lot of, there was a lot of that. But It is as though you didn't learn anything from my story, though, about not getting your hopes up for being able to chill for a few days. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is the problem. Don't get your hopes up. Yeah. All I saw was elastic band on the okay, end no, of my so penis. Going back there, I've got a few questions. Yeah. What made you think that this hair clip was going to be the solution? <laughs> what were you Robin thinking? Robin said the same thing. So you she thinking was like, like, I'm just going to put myself in there and hold this little, yeah. like, this hair clip down? I was like, well, here's my theory. I could <laughs> take my shirt and I could put it, my thing there oh, and then I could good. clamp this to my yeah. shirt and it would then hold it in place. That sounds so much riskier than elastic band. <laughs> no, I thought like, you were going to bring like one a hinge and a spring. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I thought you were going to bring a hair tie. Like, like I could see a hair tie being better than an elastic. Oh, That's what I so, thought you might so go the with. The pinch points are high This, is my, this no, was my theory. Nothing if, matters. Dr. Smith is the hero of the day <laughs> with my warm towel yeah, on no, top of me. Go to gentle procedures. Some nurse holding it. Like, come on. No, the urology, Ajax yeah, urology. Ajax urology. Yeah, but I don't want to go to the pre thing that you had to go through. That yeah, just hey, sounds... You know what? <laughs> it's worth it. I don't need it to show me where my vast deference is. You can right? just say, no, I know where it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I've touched it before. Yeah. <laughs> I've done my own personal inspection. <laughs> but so, for example, like that inspection, so then he didn't have to do that inspection when you go. So right. like Mark was saying, like when he laid down, yeah. like he had that awkward first moment of Poke, like her things, doing yeah. the pre-inspection. Yeah. You don't get a flick in the nuts for one. Hands on and informative. <laughs> no so, gloves either. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> so second question, this is a, a broader question, mm. is it's been brought up a couple times where it's been mentioned as like a gift for the wife. I know you had kind of said it, and I remember a friend of ours saying, that uh, is like, yeah, this is going to be so-and-so's uh, birthday present or Christmas present or whatever it was. Is this a gift for the wife? Is this just something you're doing for the family? Is this something you're doing for yourself? Mm -hmm. Should it be considered a gift or should it be considered just something that you're doing? So from the outside looking in, 
it looks very chauvinistic when I say that, but it's it is a running joke. I think it's circumstantial. Like it, and I said circumstantial. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a running joke in our house that mm. like, that she has wanted me to do this since the second that our second was born. Right. So she's like, I'm. I'm so happy about it. Right. That's why the joke is like, and she has full on said like, this can be my Christmas Mother's Day present for whatever. Like, <laughs> it, it has been a thing. Um, so it, it is like communal. It's not me being like, yeah, like this is all you're going to get for, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's not, it's not that way. Good. I'm glad you clarified that because yeah. it could be taken in different contexts. Of course. For if somebody if I said that to my wife, she'd laugh. She'd be like, <laughs> yeah. I gave birth to three of your children. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you did a little, little procedure. Yeah. <laughs> Take a walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause it is like, it's something you're making a decision with as yeah. a family, but it is relieving a burden and it's something that we don't realize like the burden that women do carry where like if we make a mistake it, it it doesn't affect us but they end up having to care for this life inside them or make a choice whether they they want to care for this or not or yeah. like it puts them in a very very hard spot and then like the the health risks that they have going through pregnancies the risks of the baby's health going through pregnancies there's so much stress and pressure that i i didn't realize was on them mm -hmm. and like when i was like ready to get my vasectomy my wife was like, yeah, she's like, I've been like, I've been terrified the past three years while you've been waiting to get to this decision. Mm -hmm. It's like, I've, I, I couldn't like, it was nerve wracking for her. Right. So it was less of like a, I'm doing this for you, babe, <clears throat> as opposed to like, a, no, you should have done this three years ago for yeah, me, right? right? Like, exactly. <clears throat> I've been living in worry this whole time. Mm. Yeah. But I can say that like, having had the procedure, knowing we've gotten the all clear, it has made things much freer in the bedroom even mm -hmm. where it's like you you don't realize how much of that like nervous energy and stuff can right. hold on to and then mm -hmm. now it's just like like unlock kind of thing mm -hmm. it's a whole I nother conversation there for, uh, for, yeah. the, for the patreon the, uh, <laughs> TikToks i can tell you limitations when you yes. don't have the procedure done yeah yes for sure that are no longer there yes yeah. they're yes <laughs> <laughs> some yes sir good evening <laughs> for us it's a very like just an open conversation because i haven't had it yet and i haven't booked it yet mm -hmm. i probably will soon because uh, we had a, a bit of a, like, uh, maybe you should take a test moment. And then mm. I knew, I, we both knew yeah. that we were ready. So right. it's just been a, like a back and forth conversation um, for a while. So it'll probably happen soon. I don't know if it <laughs> was Brian, the pandemic the, or what. The lone wolf with the intact fast <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Anybody need a child? Addition <laughs> <laughs> amount. Call now. <laughs> was there ever a thought for you guys to get some Frozen? So that no. was going to be oh. my thing. It is an option. Mm -hmm. They, they, well, at ours, they were like, is this something that you want to consider? Because you can't do it after this. I did it. I, like, I didn't no. consider it. I had thought about like my worry of getting the procedure even. It's a weird worry, but like if I'm being real and honest, this was what was going through my head was mm -hmm. like, if something did happen to my wife right. and she passed away and I did remarry, then would I want to have another kid? Or if something happened and to my wife and kids, would I want to have another kid? And like, it was a worry going through my head of like, should I like do this? Should I not do this? Like there's, a, there's a lot of things going on in there, but I came to the decision that like, no, I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at. I've got three kids. 
So I've, I've got some fallback plans there. <laughs> there is a funny TikTok video of a guy roasting his brother. Anyways. <laughs> just sounded really mean. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like I have always been like fond of adoption and stuff like that even. Mm-hmm. So yeah. even if, if worst case scenario, I lost my entire family, um, I don't think I would want to then try to start another one again of my own with that where I would probably prefer to adopt somebody that also might have lost the other half of their family right. where we could kind of connect on that level. It's a dark way of thinking, but no, it's but a it, real way of thinking. It is right? very real. Cause so it's interesting. Cause I didn't, I never really thought of like, like anything happening to Robin. I just, I thought of things happening to my kids. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if one of my kids passes away, like, are we good with right. this? And then she like she basically says like I don't want to talk about that. Right. So then it like puts that in my head where I'm just like, I'm okay. Like I I think, I, I don't think I will take on the responsibility of of adoption now that I have my own kids. If anything were to happen to my family, I just think, I don't know. I think I'd go into dark places and I don't yeah. know where There's no way to where yeah, I'd look for that. So that's where yeah. it's just kind of like ends for me, anyways. And like my thought process, I was just like. My my family is complete, and that's mm-hmm. the story. And whatever happens after this yes. is just that that's the version of my story that I have to tell. I figured out a way to make it fun for myself as if on. I'm in a movie. That if anything ever happens like that to my family, you guys won't see me again. But I'm definitely going dark, <laughs> and I'm just going to become like a, an assassin. Because that's like the life you lead. So oh. like, I'm going to fake my death, just so you all know I'm not actually dead. Okay. Uh, okay. They're assassinating people. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Dark side of Joe. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Although I think you'd be a good assassin, Joe. Right? Yeah. I'm sure. into my strengths. Yeah. For a split second before you started talking about that, you're like, I went my own way. And what I was going to do was... <laughs> So I've got some ice cube trays in my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> Throw those out. Immediately. What are these coconut works. water ice cubes? <laughs> so speaking oh. of uh, ice cube trays, <laughs> I didn't want to. I, I chose. I chose. I'm sorry. We just lost some listeners. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried. I tried. I tried. I tried. <laughs> Um, oh, okay, really quickly, the, the whole post, the whole, like, thing, how long do you have to wait before you go bring your sample in? Uh, I think it was 20, no, 30 days. 30 days? No. Apparently it varied depending on who you ask. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I feel like mine said Brent's 20 days maybe. Different. I thought, they said it was three months. Yeah, so 12 yours, weeks. Yours was a lot longer than mine was, I remember. 12 weeks. Really? Yeah, yeah. which would be three months. 12 and 20. I think because they want to make sure that you've emptied yes, the chamber, 12 right? and 20. So 12 weeks. Where my guy just said a certain amount of time, but like, because you you don't want to have to, they don't want to run tests multiple times, basically. Yes. So you might be emptied earlier, but they don't want, like, because if you went and you tested and there was still, then you'd probably have to wait another month, come back again. It's another six weeks, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Um, So then the other thing was that we were reading, like, how? how? How, like, it has to be a room temperature or something that, like, you got to do it in your car? Like one no, of my buddies was like, I did it in the within, within an hour. There's a really funny Life in Pieces episode. Have you ever watched <clears throat> that show on Netflix? Yeah, it's yeah. Fun. There's a really funny episode where it's uh, multiple scenarios and Buddy has to take his sample to the doctor and it runs through like five different scenarios that could have happened that don't get it there in time. Um, but it isn't like a crazy rush. 
Like it, it's within whatever. See, that's two hours. You have an hour. An like, hour. It yeah. seems like less time than you think. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. the if, once you find where you're gonna drop it off, like ours was it's like within ten minutes, easy, far yeah. away. So then it's like okay. Um. Oh. So then I knew okay. As long as I do it here, I'm gonna go for openings that there isn't a crazy line. Yeah. So then I can just hit it at home. Ten minutes there, and I'm not gonna be more than forty five minutes waiting to drop this off because you literally yeah. just have to get it there. And drop it off. Yeah, but, yeah. Except when you have to fill out a form and you have a lady <laughs> yeah, on your shoulder helping you fill it out. There is going to be another story for you, and that's the beautiful part about this vasectomy experience that we're discovering. I just want you to because take it to the same place to drop it off. Yeah, because nobody's talked about this. Yeah. You don't realize how many stories get birthed from this. <laughs> My so buddy many. told me that he had to do it in the parking lot of the place you because could. you have to like bring it in. To the you thing. get arrested for that. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Rob's like, risky. no, we're doing this. We're like. We're yeah, doing something, and then I think she's like, "No, there can't be any fluid on there. It's just the you in your hand." And I was like, "What? No, you can. I mean, I did. Really? Oh, for sure. I'm gonna need a. It was I'm the gonna most, need a, the main I'm gonna thing. Need a sound clip of this audio. <laughs> <laughs> the main no, thing no. is you're just not supposed to like do it into a condom and I, then try to. End yes. It. Okay. I was because I was worried like it, but it said that in there in like the write up that you could multiple different ways or whatever. Interesting. Can I get a copy of that write up? I don't know. So we did the deed. I pulled out, went into the cup. It was a... Oh, that's weird. That's weird. It was a nerve-wracking moment. (laughs) And like, you got one shot at this. You got to make sure you get it there. Um, Just be holding on to the cup the whole time? I don't know. All right. It was, I didn't uh, do it. I, I sold it. So. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound like I've been a doing that since activity. I was 11 years old. So that's pretty good at it. It doesn't need to be a group activity. Oh, no. I don't know. So she sorry, she wanted to be involved. <laughs> the conversation's going there. we got to get our wives to sign off on this episode. <laughs> didn't want to miss out on a moment, I guess. I did so not mean happy for this to, to, this to evolve into this train wreck. <laughs> but, I mean, we're real dads. We're giving the Real Dad yep, podcast. Yep, yeah, You're that's... getting more information than you asked for. You know okay. where else you can get more information than you asked for? Regal Ideas Ooh! prints off all the instructions on their plastic, which is just a fantastic innovation well done, for sir. the leading innovative railing company <laughs> out there. Thank you, Regal Ideas, for everything you do for the Real Dad Podcast. And that that plastic is like the condom for oh my. the railing. <laughs> like it's protecting it the railing through transportation. And it's got instructions written on it. Oh it's just God. that easy. There you how, they, how they still support us. <laughs> beyond, <laughs> beyond my wildest Did dreams. you know exactly that uh, Joey and I are going to be doing some more Dexstars webinars as yes. well as we're going to be traveling this year to do some in-person training as well. So if you're a listener and you're interested in uh, learning more about how to install Regal Ideas, You've heard us talk about it all this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can learn how to install it from a couple pros. So we're going to be doing webinars and we're going to be traveling to different areas. They got some people traveling through the states as well. So stay tuned and follow our socials to find out when those are happening. Bing, bang, boom. Love it. Sweet. Wow. Great little ad read there, boys. Oof. So, Brian. It was great to catch up, Mark. Uh, <laughs> How's your holiday been, Brian? <laughs> I mean, this is what happens. <laughs> there was a lot to unpack there. It's fair. You'll get your yeah. moment. I don't need to throw a downer on the end of this episode. <laughs> you can, though, because, it, like, I have spent so many nights with my kids now. Yeah. And... I don't. I still don't understand why you don't like it when your kids cough, 
But when my <laughs> wife coughs, it drives me bananas. Oh, and I, I was, so you do it, understand then. But it wasn't something that I paid any attention to until he brought it uh, up. Ah, sorry, dude. Uh, it's sorry. like one of those things where you're like, <laughs> Welcome you know, to the other side. <laughs> you know when you're like, you want to buy something, and then all of a sudden you start noticing it everywhere? It's like, can you please stop coughing? And yep. she like, she hasn't like a puffer and inhaler. Like, breathing is hard for this woman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It hurts me. <laughs> like, it hurts me. Like, you know what coughing. it is lately? <laughs> lately, it's just like those little coughs. Yeah. There's not enough effort behind it. God. It's just like sit up and cough for real. Like get it that over. Is not with. an effective cough. No. Like you're just gonna be coughing forever if you do it like that. You're All just right? being a parent. You're teaching. Yeah, That's exactly. I'm on board with this. 110. <laughs> percent No, like Dave, we we you had mentioned that we went back to work on Thursday, and you said that you 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 felt like your engine was just revving up. Right. Well, I started my car. And then I guess the alternator wasn't working, <laughs> and it just died. There was no transmission. <laughs> All the engine lights were coming yeah. on. The old it was been for you. <laughs> it was just a gong show. Oh, I didn't. Man. I didn't realize how tired I was from the holidays. Yeah. Until Thursday afternoon, and I just got hit with a brick wall. Like I was like. I made a mistake at work, and then I was like, I'm done. <laughs> like, <laughs> For that I'm reason. out of here. Were you on site? I was on site. Oh, man. Yeah, which was fine. Like, it was great to get back to work, but I think I said to them, like, I didn't realize how stressed I was from home stuff, because you're just trying to, like, Survive. keep the ship mm. afloat, that once I stepped away from it, yeah. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. I am exhausted. Yeah. Um, yeah, our kids have all been sick and Maddie's barely been sleeping. And like, so it just, when you're tired and you have sick kids, it's just not, <laughs> all of your plans for the holidays get canceled. Right. Yeah. My buddy Jordan was like, well, at least you got to relax. And I'm like, did I Jordan? Right. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> There's no relaxation. No. When you're not yeah. Like, yeah. I'm trying to like do my, the best I can to let Maddie nap, but she can't take a nap because... She's got to feed crew every, like, hour and a half or two yeah. hours or she's like, yeah. Anyway, it's just, like, a vicious cycle of just trying to make it through each day. Yeah. Really? Like, oh, absolutely. Just survival mode the whole holidays. Our, we did luck out and, like, we're able to enjoy Christmas Eve, which I had mentioned I was, like, really looking forward to as a family day. Uh, so that was awesome. Uh, but after that, pretty much it was just like super hard the rest of the way. Yeah. Santa brought you a lot of sleepless yeah. kids and yeah. coughing. It was a lot. It was a lot. Uh, but is there a light at the end of the tunnel now? Like, are they better now? Uh, not quite. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's all right. It's I all feel right. like as a parent with young kids, any holiday is a legit coin toss. It's yeah. a nightmare. On whether or not they're going to be sick or not. Because I can remember, like, my kids being that age. Yeah. And I remember, like, whether it's that holiday, whether it's Thanksgiving, whether it's March break, anything, where it's just a coin toss. It's like, can we do something? Can we make plans? I don't know, because, like, yeah. it's up in the air on whether or not these kids are going to be sick or not. Yeah. We had, like, two plans, uh, like, apart from the kids over the holidays. And the one night we had plans, our kids were sick, but we're like, can you please still come watch our, like, to we our babysitters? Really we're like, we really need this. 
so it happened, but then they ended up getting sick. So thanks for taking that one for the oh, team. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then our other plans got canceled because, yeah, we didn't want the, our babysitters look, looking after our sick kids again. So right. it was just one of those. It's like... Uh, it's just really hard sometimes, you know? Yeah. You guys have all been through it, so. Christmas with my family got canceled, like my side of the family as well, because yeah. my parents had been suffering through an illness as well, and they were kind of recovering through Christmas, so they weren't able to get together, and my sister lives a little bit further away. My brother and their kids were sick, too, so it was just one of those, like, with the storm and everything, it's like, okay, I guess I guess this isn't happening then. Like, we're not doing <laughs> Christmas this year. So we, we had my sister's son's christening, early uh january so we all had like a bit of a family gathering then after christmas but it felt weird missing christmas and we all kind of said to each other like all right next year pencil in christmas we're doing kenny christmas on christmas i don't care if people are sick or not we're gonna get together somehow because it just didn't feel right it didn't feel like christmas without having that moment but it is hard it's just that toss-up on what's gonna happen yeah i think we decided we're adjusting our schedule for next year again so it's like we're tweaking it each year yeah so that it works better for our family because just in the stage of life that we are right now it'll be easier when they're a little older i think but well i remember you saying christmas before like any holiday is a lot for you guys because you're like going to a lot of different places yeah i mean we scaled it back once we started having kids um but we're gonna scale it back even more i think it's just it's not worth it um it's just not like Maddie stresses big time and it just, it's just too much. Right. That's all. Uh, and the, and then this year, like she hates, like she has a plan and she hates when things <laughs> don't go as planned. Yes. Yep. I like roll with the punches pretty well. Um, at home anyway. Um, <laughs> sometimes not at work, but um, <laughs> you're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it was just a bit of a year this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think it does it does get easier as they get older for the most part. Yeah, obviously there's different circumstances, but we even talked about that when we ran into Dorado in the parking lot, right? Like yeah. he's in a similar boat with a newborn, and it's yeah. like even me having a three and a five year old. Where it's like it's that little bit older where Coop's in full-time daycare and Murph's able to go to camps. So like we were able to take some time over the holiday where the kids were out of the house. I wish we had taken more of those pajama days. Mm. It's funny because Meg gets so caught up in the, I don't want to fully call her out for something, but I think she would admit this, that like the whole social media, you need to be doing things and like mm. showing it and like giving your kids experiences. I think it's more for the kids than it is for other people. I think she just wants our kids to have fun experiences and do things and not just be at home. But I think I'm, I'm working on her to change her mentality because we had one of those days where it was just shut her down, do nothing. I think it was New Year's Eve Eve. It was the Friday. So we were supposed to have plans. Everything got canceled. It was a crazy storm. We just did nothing that day. And she like made a couple of comments of like, man, like we just didn't do anything today. Like the kids just sat around. And I was like, babe, this was probably one of their favorite days. Yeah. Like yeah. they just got to chill and like yeah. watch TV oh. and like we played with them on and off and took yeah. turns going yeah. into the playroom. And like, I think it was a great day. And like yeah. we're all pretty chill and relaxed right now. <laughs> I am all about that. I'm all about the shut it down days but when it's too consecutive like when you haven't been outside for a week and you haven't seen the sun in a week (laughs) that starts to affect your mental capacity absolutely but like being able to make some of those home days like we played like card games and stuff 
as a yeah. family. Like we all played Uno together and like, yeah, it awesome. was just like such a cool experience that normally if you're trying to keep busy doing all these things, you don't have. And those little intimate moments are special to the kids because as much as you think kids need these events or these gifts, it's like, I remember when our kids were little and you buy them this expensive, cool gift and then they're playing with the box and you're like, what the fuck did I just do? Like Amazon <laughs> box could have just done the trick, you mean? Yeah. And like you go on a trip and they don't remember the trip, but maybe they remember like the car ride or something stupid. Like there's little things yeah. like they're not necessarily remembering these big grand gestures as big grand gestures. Like they don't know how much effort as a parent it takes and how much like mental capacity it takes to be able to load them up, go to this place, do this activity around all these other strangers, make sure everything's okay, come home and then relax. It's like you come home like more depleted and more like uh, quick to snap at them almost, in oh, my yeah. opinion at least, yeah. after that. Because it's like, I'm done. Like, yeah. I just took you to the zoo. <laughs> Don't even look at me. We're like, that was a lot for me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because yeah. it's a lot to take on, and they don't know that. It means yeah. nothing to them. They yeah. just got to see some animals and come home, right? They're like, just there to make it more difficult. Yeah. yeah. Oh, kids <laughs> don't give a shit what you're I'm going like, yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> my wife and I, had we had a really interesting conversation about it, about this exactly, because... Um, we were talking about whether it, why there is that. And it's like the mom guilt of mm -hmm. like thinking you need to do these things. Mm -hmm. And we're like, where does this come from? Cause I was listening to the man enough podcast and they had this guy on talking. I think I sent you guys the link to it. It was a really, really great episode. But in the beginning, they asked the question, like, when's the last time you didn't feel enough? And the guy turns it around. He's like, feeling not enough. Isn't a feeling. It's not a feeling like you are putting that on yourself that you're not enough. As kids and as human beings, we're born enough. Just living, breathing, and being is enough. Feeling not enough isn't, a, it's not a feeling, it's a, it's a thought, it's a process that you're putting on yourself. So we were talking about that with this, like, mom guilt that kind of gets thrown on a lot of our mom, like, mm -hmm. wives, I think you would agree, where they think they need to do these things. And I'm like, is the reason you f they feel that way because of the inputs that they're getting? So because you're looking on Facebook and you saw somebody take their kid to the apple orchard and somebody go pumpkin picking and have these beautiful pictures, you see those moments. And I know we've talked about it on the podcast before, about like seeing those pictures and thinking that's what life is about. And like that was like, oh, they did all these things with their kid and I haven't like I'm a bad mom. And it's like. No, you're not. Like, you have done things with your kids. Yeah, you, like, yeah. just because you don't have these pictures and post it doesn't mean that you're a bad mom. Like, but when you're consuming people doing these things, then it makes you think you need to do those things. Mm -hmm. And, like, whether or not we need to stop posting about the things that we're doing. Right. Like, why, why do you do it? Like, why, when you're at the beach and you have your feet in the sand, do you take a picture of that? Like, is it to to rub it into other people that you got to do this. I don't think a lot of people are thinking that, mm -hmm. but the consumer on the other end is thinking, oh, I'm, I'm not enough. Like they just took their kid on this like right. vacation to this like beautiful destination and I can't do that. Now I'm not enough. And it's like, no, like I, I am enough. Like who I am is enough and what I'm providing for my kids is enough just because I can't take these pictures and these moments and show these things like, what you don't see in that picture is like the grabbing, the pulling, the stop yeah. doing this, the yelling, <laughs> like the, yes, you got this cute picture of a kid pulling an apple from a, a tree, but it's like, 
what all happened to get that happy, beautiful picture, right? I think that it's it's a topic that's going to be a topic forever. I forever, think, yeah. Because it is, it's tough because you, at the same time, social media allows you to be a part of people's lives that you wouldn't typically be yeah. a part of. Yeah. We've yeah. had a lot of people move out east recently where it's like years ago, cool, that's the end of your relationship. You don't see them again yeah. ever. Or <laughs> yeah. it's like now you feel like you're a part of their life still. Right. And like yeah. I know Meg with one of our friends who moved out there, like they've gotten closer even though they've moved thousands of kilometers away mm. because they are able to interact and talk about it. So it, it is such an interesting thing where like there's good and bad to all of it. And this is always a back and forth that Meg and I have because we're on dramatic opposites in this subject. Mm. Where like she loves to post and show and like be a part of other people's lives and invite them into ours. Right. Where I'm very like, that's not a thought in my head. You guys know this about yeah. me in social media. Like <laughs> I'm, it doesn't pop into my head at all. Like yeah. I'm very much, I'm in that moment and I'm living in it. Um, I try to be at least. Um, so it's, it's an area that we are very drastically on the other side of. The other point I was going to make where there's a ton of factors, I think specifically for women in, in that, because I think there's some generational stuff too, where you're like, yeah. my parents and my mom did all this stuff for me growing up. I want to be able to do all this for mine. Or vice versa. Didn't do these things exactly. for me. So I want to do like them. All those them. little yeah. things are influencing all of us at any given point. Right. Yeah. The, the one spot I can relate to in terms of like posting is for example, when we were in New Zealand, like I post a lot of pictures from there and for me, it was just like, this place is so awesome. I want to like bring people on the journey, on yeah. the journey with me. Like that's more what it is. It's not like a, look at this awesome thing I'm doing. Like, right. It's more like, I want to share this with everyone. Cause it's like, I want you to experience it too. That's kind of what it. And I that's think... where I think people need to see whether, like how things are affecting them. Yeah. Like if I feel like I am not enough because I'm not doing these things. And it's like, why am I feeling that? Is it because I'm watching these videos and seeing that? Maybe I need to take those out of my life so that I'm not, it's not necessarily like the person posting it isn't like have any like malicious intent or anything. It's how, how the person is receiving it. And it's like, should I take that out of my life? Like stop looking at Facebook posts to see what people are doing because when I'm seeing them, I'm happy for them, but then I'm feeling bad about myself. And if like you're watching something or actively doing something that's making you feel bad about who you are or what you haven't done, then that's a negative influence in your life, in my opinion, right? Where like similar to what you're saying, like sharing that journey, like watching uh, JP Ontario Framing, like he's been off in Egypt and uh, Dubai, Dubai, like showing off all these things and places he's going and stuff and like, I've been following along and messaged him like, dude, this is awesome. Like I love getting to experience what you're seeing and stuff like that. But if that, if my response was like, fuck that guy, why does he get to go do that? And I'm here at home playing Uno with my kids. That's on you, not on him. That's on me. Like I need to turn that app off. I need to stop like letting that hit me in that way. See, I think it's weird because I, I feel like we grew up, with social media. So I think in the beginning, like when Facebook was like first popping off and MySpace and all that other stuff, it very much was like post your accomplishments and that's what it was about. I think over the last like five years, it's kind of evolved for me into like memories. It's almost like a photo book. So like that's where I use, I'm very, very, very cautious about, my posting about my family because we've had like a weird experience in that so like 
for public accounts, like on Instagram and stuff, I don't post any, anything about my family, but Facebook, I'll post things and it's, it's weird because I'm selfishly posting them so that later on down the road, I can go back and be reminded because I really like that aspect of Facebook yeah. where it's like memories come up and you're like, ah, yeah. and, and then you feel that guilt because my family, like my, my wife and I were not the photo taking people. Mm. We do not take enough pictures of our kids. We don't go and get like family portraits done we don't send christmas or holiday cards we're just not there isn't a sink so here's another funny story there isn't a single family photo in our house not one so we did this thing <laughs> do you for have one elf. of like another family like one of the stock <laughs> photos that came in the picture frame that would be amazing. i have one of brian's family <laughs> <laughs> but we have like the the thing for the elf and it was like it came with these mini hats and they're like go find like family pictures around the house and like right. put these mini hats on on the thing and it got me thinking i was like no fuck like this is the year mm. that we're taking more pictures yeah and they don't have to be like whatever, like feet in the sand or whatever. But I'm just gonna, and I don't care. Like I don't care what it does. And I know JP, like you use JP as an example. He doesn't give a shit what Yo, other people yeah. think. But I'm gonna selfishly post these things so that I can store them somewhere that I can like be reminded of these moments in my life. Yeah. The digital makes aspect makes me so nervous because I'm someone who like I take a lot of pictures of my kids. Yeah, and they're just on my phone. But I like I'm terrified to lose them all. <laughs> like, right, right. So yeah. I mean, and I don't know. Like I I can put them somewhere, but like, yeah, I have like I I'll spend nights where I just like go back and like look through all of my pictures, yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. and they're I like love doing that, on uh, like the just the little candid videos and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Like, Maddie is. I think it's cool too. Like Maddie will take my phone and she'll be like. Like, I had no idea you were, like, capturing these moments. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I'm not always doing, like, stupid shit on my phone. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, obsessed with our kids. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love yeah. that. And I love that we have that, that you can, like, save yeah. those. You have it uploaded to the cloud. Like, yeah. I know family of mine who have, like, had their house burned down. And, like, one of the saddest things losing your house is yeah. losing the photo books, photo, books. Yes, the photo yeah. albums, the yeah. memories, right? Like yeah. those are things you can't get back yeah. where now we have all of those. Like at Joey's family Christmas, his brother uploaded um, slides from his mom and dad. And like, this is dating back to when Joey's oldest was a baby. Like Early Joey's 70s, oldest sibling yeah. was a baby. Like cool. so long ago to like, there was a picture of them like breaking ground at like a, a building erection and stuff that's been in the area for like years and years now and stuff. Right. Like it's all these cool like memories. And we were all sitting there as like this massive family because Joey's family is <laughs> enormous. <laughs> but we're all like everybody is sitting around looking at these pictures yeah. and like talking, commenting like, oh, yeah. my gosh, you still look the same. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe that was you. Is this who is that what? And it's like. Quiet, mom used to be hot like that, damn! And like little like <laughs> yeah. jokes and stuff. Yeah. Like it was just like so cool. Like those pictures, and I, and I don't want to discourage people from doing that or taking that, yeah. but it's just one of those like, how are you letting social affect who you are and yeah. what you're doing as a dad, as a mom, as a person, right? I think part of the issue is too the genuine influencers are the dime a dozen. Yeah. I think, thankfully, they a lot of them that are really big are genuine, like Elise Myers and yeah, uh, influencers like that come to mind when it's like these seem like genuine people. They show their 
uh, like the dirty side, the bad side, as well as the good side. So I think those people get popular because we gravitate to that where it's mm -hmm. like, okay, this person isn't just showing me the fluff of their life. Yeah. Yeah. They're showing me all this stuff and like we can gravitate towards that. But unfortunately oh. they are few and far between the yeah. majority of what's going to pop up, right. especially from influencers is going to be highlight reels. Yeah. Right. I was just thinking that would be funny videos to do. Like if you have like whatever a, a day at the beach or a day at the zoo and you have like this beautiful highlight reel of like, Dun, 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 all these oh, happy yeah. memories and then it's like <laughs> and it's like crying kid won't eat their food seagull steals a thing from their hand yeah. like trips and falls oh yeah it <laughs> there's was a few a great, of those. like i'd love that yeah. but like also like i because i posted a couple videos over the holidays of painting aria's room and like that was so much fun to do mm. and it was fun to do together so we like went out and got the paint and she picked it, the exact paint that she wanted to use. We got it made. And like, I was capturing these videos and telling her what to do. And for you guys who know my daughter, like she is a, like a little performer. So putting her on a camera was like the highlight of her day. She couldn't yeah. have cared less about painting, but like daddy felt like creating these videos of her and like yeah. get her to do like this spin in home hardware and stuff like that. And like, she right. was loving it. And then I like sitting there editing it and she's yeah. over my shoulder watching me edit it and then show her the clip back with the music. And yeah. she was like, oh, oh my God. He made me into a movie star. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So it was like little things like that. Like it, it, it is fun to create. Oh yeah. But you just want to be careful how you consume, I guess. Is my and I think answer. the interesting part too is because of that, it creates this thing where we've had a lot of people come to us and be like, oh, there's no way you guys are actually that like happy and right. Like, right. jovial and joking around on site it's like no we are like <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're not just doing that for show like yeah, we just yeah. capture what's happening when yeah, we're there exactly <laughs> but people have a hard time believing it when it is a lot of positivity which is unfortunate because yeah. i think something like that where like the posts you were doing with aria like that can also be meant to inspire where it's like hey right. like get your kid involved and do stuff with them and yeah. don't just have it be the day-to-day -day stuff like if you're gonna paint or you're gonna do this get them involved why not yeah. Yeah. that was a whole nother side of like letting go right because she won't like as your kids get older they want to be more independent mm -hmm. yeah and as your kids get older you don't get any easier of wanting them to be independent like you <laughs> you don't want them to do those things like for me i was struggling because i'm like no like i want to do these things for you i want to be the one that you need to help do this and she's mm -hmm. like no dad i can do this and i was like fine just do it just yeah. do it yeah. and like not worrying about paint hitting trim or oh, yeah. hitting yeah. this or dropping it's like I got the drop mats down and like she got paint on the trim but then I had a cloth with me and like yeah. taught her how to wipe it off and stuff and like little thing like trying so hard to not care about right. things in a certain yeah. way but knowing that like my daughter's not going to care if her cut line on her paint to trim isn't perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's going to like bother me, but she's not noticing that yeah. she's like there for the experience. Oh, so yeah. letting that go, there's so much that goes into little things like that. As your kids grow, it's, it's exciting and horrifying and terrible <laughs> and amazing at the same time because they yeah. wake up and make themselves breakfast. <laughs> you get to sleep in. That's a good part. I already know I'm in trouble there. Murph's been independent since she came out of the woods. So. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh. I'm in a whole lot of trouble there. She is <laughs> so good. We didn't even get into New Year's resolutions or New Year's goals or anything. We can save that for another oh, podcast. There's, there's plenty more casts coming down the line, well, people. 2023, the year to pay you, attention. Everybody for listening. Thank you for another year of uh, fun and jumping on board with 
us. We have a lot of exciting things planned for this year. Um, we've got a whiteboard that is uh, 75% <laughs> full of Mark's uh, notes. Um, whiteboard? We've got a design in place for what a new brain set. looks like, literally on the inside. We've, I thought about that when I sat down. I was like, that's a good depiction of Mark's brain. Because yeah. you know what? It's crazy, and there's a lot, but it is It's kind well of well organized. Yeah. 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 It's kind of organized. It's kind of. We bought cameras on Boxing Day. Yeah, we've did, got man. some new things coming, some new partnerships possibly. We're looking to grow this so that we can reach more people and help more people. Because we think the conversations we have are genuine and are good, and we want to help more people in that way. And we also want to make some money doing this podcast so that we can use that money to feed it back into the community. So there's going to be some new initiatives that we're going to start putting forward, um, some new sponsorships that we're hoping to grow so that we can continue to put that back into the community instead of our pockets. So thank you for all of the contributions that you give to the Real Dad Podcast. Share this, share this with your friends. Tell all of your friends and family. Did you know you can take like a screenshot while you're watching it and then like post it to social media you to can. tell people that you're doing it? Yeah. If oh. there is one thing you yeah, want that people to feel guilt. guilty yeah. about, yeah, that leads to you guilt. want them to feel guilty <laughs> that they haven't listened to the Real Dad podcast. Hundred yeah, yeah, percent. Right, Don't miss right. it. <laughs> How long do you have to wait before you go bring your sample in? That's My true. buddy told me that he had to do it in the parking lot of the place because you have to like bring it in. You thing. get arrested for that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Brian, the the lone wolf with the intact fast yes. <laughs> Anybody need a child? <laughs> this poor woman must think that I am in a crazy abusive relationship because you go ball the... biting cage cock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need a sound clip of this audio. <laughs>